0: It's time to hear what's good, what's bad, and what's ugly at the multiplexes and at the art house. Warehouse, farmhouse, house, outhouse, or doghouse in that area. You'll also hear about new and old films on Blu-ray and on DVD. Plus, you'll hear all the latest Hollywood gossip. I don't care! Okay, maybe not the latter, but it is time for film sociology with WFYI's film guru. Kaiser Shizzy. No, that's Matthew Sosie. It's stupid such a couple.
1: fine line between stupid
0: and, and clever, yes. Yeah. Let's see how thin the line is. Here's your host, Matthew Sosie.
2: There, film lovers, and welcome to Film Sociology, a film talk show here on WFYI HD to the point and WFYI.org. If you have a question or a comment, you can email me at msocey, that's msocey at WFYI.org. I'm also on Facebook, also on Twitter at Matthew Soci. The show is available as a podcast, it's also available on iTunes, and we have a blog which someday we'll update at filmsociology.tumblr.com. Big shout out to everybody who helped out during the uh, WFYI. FYI Spring Membership Drive, uh, we uh, appreciate everyone's support, and never never forget, it is never too late or too early, 1-800-233-0020 or WFYI.org, or as we like to call it, NPR Tourette's. Um, I have some company in studio, because God knows I need it. Uh, Marnie Levins and Tobin Strader, who are both in Booth Tarkington... It's like the Angels team. Booth-Turkington <laughs> Civic Theater's production of Fiddler on the Roof, which opens April 22nd. Guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks hey, for having us. Thanks
3: for having us. Good
2: to have you here. Um, Marty, can you... She's texting at the moment.
3: No, I'm posting, <laughs> I'm posting the photo of us so to give us all a little publicity.
2: Oh, okay. I would say, I think AMC You just put the kibosh on on the... Te- no, that's, that's in theaters. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's really okay. I, I'm good about that. I- if for those who don't know, there was there was an internet rumor going around that AMC was going to allow texting in cinemas. And I think it was somebody high up at AMC said they would address the possibility. And then the head of AMC kind of backpedaled like Ali at Zaire. So it's it's not happening. So, <laughs> But it's funny. I, I want to ask, could you guys in Fiddler handle a, uh, a phone
1: ringing? There's nothing more distracting when no. you're on stage. It's really annoying. And it lights up and people are... You know.
2: But I would say, I guess, is there a way for uh, Golda and Tevia to handle such a thing that looks like something out of Quantum Leap happening? <laughs> <laughs> it
3: the- would be, wouldn't it? Um, I don't know, considering we're in, what, Tsarist Russia. 1905. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, See, he Tobin is is more quick witted than I, but I am would be really good at like giving the gold a glare. (laughs) Yes, we call
2: it sitcom wife look.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: Wow, I can hear that. Yeah, I I got Miss Associate for that. Thanks. (laughs) So yeah. anyway, that's that's stuff to ponder for uh and who's thanks and who, for putting that in my head. I'm, yeah. I'm very sorry. Who's directing your show?
3: Uh Michael Lasley, hi, my my husband. I'm hi sure.
2: Michael. Sorry sorry I I brought I I brought this up before you did, so <laughs> you, you can you can send hate mail to me later. Yeah. Um okay. Opening in theaters this weekend. Uh I guess the the one film of note that uh, I know a couple of my colleagues got to see is the, the newest film from Richard Linklater. And it's supposed to be oh, a yeah. companion piece, not really a sequel, but similar in vibe to uh, Dazed, and Dazed and Confused called oh. Everybody Wants Some. And if you go to the Film Yap and Nuvo.net, you can read the reviews of that film by some of my colleagues. Um, also, The Jungle Book. We need, apparently, a live-action version of The Jungle Book directed Which by is John Favreau. A, but
3: really, how can you call it live-action? Okay, you there's know? a
2: human being there's with- one with, human being. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on top
3: okay. of a cartoon. Uh,
2: okay, fine. A, no, a non-animated version of The Jungle Book- <laughs>
3: With a ton of animation. With a ton of animation. Oh, yeah, however. CGI, however, sorry. And
2: and the voice of Scarlett Johansson.
3: Well, you know, nice. not to mention the voice of the ever-hunky Idris Elba. You mean, so. the, you
2: mean the next James Bond. Uh, well, I, hey, I, like, I
3: would love that. I, I
2: say that to just make certain people in radio really angry. So, yeah, uh, we're all for that.
3: Yeah, come on.
2: Exactly. So, anyway, that is opening as well as Barbershop the Next Cut or oh, yeah. Ice Cube needs another big check. One more. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, I guess I, I think the onion said, uh, w- too bad we had... we." W- we had, we we wish we could have more barber shops and less ride-alongs. So <laughs> oh okay, well so there is yeah, that.
3: Yeah, I I confess I've seen neither, but yeah
2: okay. I got to see I I you know, I've, yeah I've seen them. Um, yeah. you know, first barber shop was a lot of fun, and second one I, I I guess you had to make it, and and then I saw beauty shop, which well the ladies can have it too. Yeah. Um, although it's funny, well you, and this
3: one now that has the beauty shop with the barbershop, shop, right, right? And of course
2: they don't like each other. What? It's a it's a battle of the barber shop no. sexes. Oh no. yeah! I, be, no I way. bet I bet there might be a barbershop Benedict and Beatrice in the show. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just guessing. Um, I like that. I always remember seeing Beauty Shop, and there was there was a there are certain moments that we, you hear from an audience or you see an audience react. And uh, did you, have you seen Beauty Shop? No. You okay. should check it out because at the very least, yeah. there, there is one scene that the door opens and it's a uh, it's a bare chested Juman Hunsu, and I heard the pretty much the entire estrogen portion of the audience
3: <laughs> adding to my to do list as we.
2: There speak. you go. So yeah, I it was just here interesting to hear everybody go,
3: <gasps>
2: you know, they <laughs> ladies sucked all of the air out of the room. It was yeah, it was quite impressive. Yeah, so yeah,
3: and some of the guys too. Okay. Probably so. a few dudes too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: most definitely. I I think I even clutched my pearls. <laughs> but that's that's all right. But no,
3: opening in theaters today.
2: There was something I actually got to see this week, and I saw it last night. And it's the latest action film from Kevin Costner, who is trying to. Uh, oh yeah. He's, he's he's picking up where I guess he's he's trying to get some of that Liam Neeson old old actor uh, action movie money. And why not? Sure, because he can. Right. It, it's called Criminal. It's uh, from director Ariel uh, Vroman, who gave us uh, the 2012 film The Iceman with Michael Shannon, a hitman movie that I really really liked. Oh,
3: Okay. And
2: you. Have Having a very impressive cast doing very little. Uh, Kevin Kevin Costner, Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. Gary Oldman, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. Uh, Gail Gadot. Gail Gadot for you fans of uh, Wonder Woman. She's not Wonder Woman in this one. Okay. Um, Alice Eve, Michael Pitt, and um, you have the story of a uh, Ryan Reynolds is is in the film briefly. It's not really a spoiler alert, but he yeah, is. I he heard is, that already. Yeah, he's so. a CIA agent who is killed, and uh, there is a there, Tommy Lee Jones as as uh, a non grumpy doctor. Really? Good range, Tommy. Okay. Uh, We'll see. But he has has the ability to take the, uh, I guess, the frontal lobes from Reynolds' character and he's able to put them onto death row inmate Kevin Costner's character who has a rare head injury that has something involving his frontal lobe. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, what? it is Face Off meets Ghost <laughs> wow. is is basically the story. So they put some of Reynolds' brain into Costner's brain, and he has to find a hacker. And there's of course a deadline and money and hacking and shooting and and uh, and and Costner trying to have a good time with his. He's he's in that gravelly voice portion of his career right now. Yeah. So so yeah. that's happening. Hmm. And, and of course the the s- some aspects of Reynolds' uh, memories and emotions get into Costner. So and there's a little bit of all of me. I guess. Guess if you want to do oh, that, sure. Um, and and Kevin meets the widow of Ryan Reynolds, played by uh, Gal Gadot. That's some good-looking kids, by the way, mm-hmm. with those uh, two. I'll bet. And yeah. uh, so the, and there's the ghost element because he yeah. he invades, but she thinks he's a crazy person, and he knows things that only you know, the only thing missing is Whoopi Goldberg telling Costner to say Fortune ditto, telling, right? Yeah. Exactly. Ditto, ditto, but that's yeah. kind of what it. That's basically it is Face Off meets Ghosts, yeah. not nearly as ridiculous and over the top as it should be. Yeah, um, I think when. When you have a pre when you have a premise. So it
3: takes itself too seriously. Well
2: I think when you have Kevin Costner and Tommy Lee Jones and, and a really yelly screamy Gary Oldman shock. Oh yeah. Um But I I thought even—I wish—I mean, that that somebody like John Woo would have directed this, where everybody wrenches it up just a little bit and embraces the silliness. But I do think they take themselves a little too seriously. The last third of the film, because there's shootings and hostages and negotiations and drop-off—I mean, it— it, it's not silly enough, and uh, but I but I think they try to take themselves a little too seriously. That's too
3: bad because I liked. What was that last Kevin Costner one? I, I never remember what movies are called. That's anymore, okay. But it's he, it, he he's like the aging CIA agent, and um uh it, it's an action three film. days to kill. Yes, yes. yeah, we um, actually kind of enjoyed. Which that. was I like mean, an assassin
2: version of DoA.
3: Oh, probably because he has because
2: he has. Uh, I think he's, he's he's been injected with injected something. Injected with
3: something. Little DNA. Little escape yeah, from yeah, New yeah. York. Right, yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, we 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 rented it at one time on Netflix, and when you know, and it was it was a good entertaining evening. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know what I always remember about that film, and it still sticks with me. And this probably is not a really big compliment to the film itself, but there is a song used at the beginning of the film, a great credit sequence. Um, it's an Anne Peebles song, "Trouble, Heartaches, and Sadness," and. I I wound up playing that on the other show a lot because of that film. And I thought, well, when your highlight is the credit sequence. Right. Yeah, that, that that's, that's, that's tough. Good. But There's but, a but no, I film. mean, but I it's funny because I just watched um for the first time Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit that Kenneth Branagh directed with Chris Pine Brana and Costner, who plays the CIA operative that brings yeah, a young saw Jack that. Ryan into yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I think we saw that in the movie theater. Yep. Yeah. And, of and- course, he
2: played a Christ figure in Man of Steel. Because <laughs> Kevin Costner... <laughs> well, every, well, especially in Batman versus Superman, everybody dies for your sins in that film. Oh, so, I see. So, yeah. I see. Okay. No, of- my my one issue... No, the one issue... He's fine as Pa Camp, but I thought... Really, son? This is the one time you're gonna listen to your father. Really? Before really? he gets swooped up by a tornado. Thanks. Yeah. yeah Good I, parenting.
3: I I'm a fan of the Superman genre, but I I gotta say I missed Man of Steel and have not yet seen Batman versus Superman. Although I love what's his name? What's the guy playing mm-hmm. Superman? I loved him when he was on The Tudors. Um, ah,
2: yes. So uh, yeah. Henry, Cavill.
3: Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. So yeah, he's I and mean,
2: he's fine. He's you know. Toddy
3: McDoddy. Yeah. And there's
2: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of Google imaging going on at but Marty's kinda, place. But I kind
3: of, yeah, I kind of prefer him when he's speaking with a British accent. So, <laughs> yeah, hottie with a British accent. So <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well, Look, moving... not gonna lie. No, apparently hey, you
3: said we just, you know. Yeah, could we're just talking. Chat. Yeah. yeah, we're mm-hmm. just chatting. Mm-hmm. So
2: anyway, it's it's out there. I guess if if you see it in theaters, it's it's a matinee, or you're probably a rental in, your, okay. in this case. So, yeah, All right. that, and that's really Criminal. about it. That's that's there's not a whole lot out there right now. Good I like, to know. Although I would like to see everybody. Everybody wants some.
3: Yeah, no. It, seen a lot of trailers for everybody wants some, and it looks really good. And and you know, not surprising because it's Richard Linklater, but the the look just really reminds, makes me feel like you know, I was I'm seeing a an '80s movie. A little terrifying. Yeah, kind of. Like
2: I I because I, I remember I need to revisit Days and Confuse. I wasn't a big fan of it when I first saw it. And I think part of it was. I've already hung out with these people. <laughs> I've I've spent yeah. I spent my life with these people. Yeah, I want to see something else. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe age because I think
3: kind of lived through that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there there are certain. Not gonna lie, I'm playing Golda, so you know that I am of a certain age. You know. So yeah, yeah I I kind of lived through that. Well, if
2: yeah. uh, Chris Pine can play Jack Ryan, and you, you know, no. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're yeah. a very young Golda, dear.
3: Oh, thank you, dollface. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right here, ladies and gentlemen, your slick NPR dollars at work right here. <laughs> That's it. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, uh, I, there are certain pieces of art and it's funny, we'll, we'll talk about this with Fiddler in a little bit, but I, I always remember telling people the, the big chill is a film that should be watched every five years
3: you I was just thinking that the other day because I haven't seen it in a while and you I should need check to see it out. again. Be- it's a oh, huge favorite because of mine. Because
2: that was a film when I was I saw it in the theaters with my parents when I was 13 mm-hmm. and and you know, I'm a knucklehead and all I knew was the acting was really good mm-hmm. and you know, it was it was adults that had problems just as much as a, as a teenage boy. Yeah. And then I watched it again when I was eighteen and had you know not quite nightlife experiences. Twenty three, I had a faculty member from college die, and I had a classmate kill himself. Oh. Then it resonates. Then when you get married and when you have kids. So, Speaking
3: of Kevin Costner, you know that's that's I a know. that's a little film one of the all time
2: great not happening. He was cut not out in there. Yeah, did yep. you know
3: he was cut out? Yeah. You see his wrist. So, yep, he's when the one. He's the body. In the body. Yeah, yep. in the cast yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And I I bought the the Criterion Blu-ray of this, thinking there it would, it would there would be, but no, Mr. Casden will will have none of that.
1: Oh, won't won't no. You will share not share any no of deleted footage? scenes. No, of him at all. N- none
2: with him. Wow. None with him. So there there is that. Uh, you know now. I think to be fair, Kevin also got one of the great consolation prizes, and that was Silverado. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. that was quite a breakthrough performance, and then yeah, which um, really
3: started his career.
2: Do you guys know the film Fandango?
3: I don't think I do. I you need do to either. look
2: for this. This okay. is this is on the Fandango. list. Fandango. It is um, easy to remember, like ni- a ticket service. Yes, exactly. Nineteen eighty-five, um, and it's directed by a young Shakespeare or Shakespeare young uh, Spielberg protege named Kevin Reynolds. And, of course, Costner and Reynolds would have a tumultuous uh, director-actor relationship. But it's four guys, Austin, Texas, 1971. It's the weekend before they are supposed to report to be drafted, and they oh, make okay. a road trip to Mexico. So this is 1985. The big name in the film at the time was a young Judd Nelson. Oh, my God. Judd Nelson, I believe Sam Bottoms. or Yeah, Sam Bottoms is in it. Um Sam. Susie Amos cameo. I mean, uh, oh Glenn Headley as a, as an early, one of her early oh roles. It is it is. I think for for females, your road trip film is Thelma and Louise. Sure. I think for guys, it's it's Fandango. W- okay. Look for it, and I don't know if it's on Fandango. Netflix or Hulu, but it's on Warner Brothers. Got to be out there somewhere. So go go check that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to move on to let's see what's happening at IU Cinemas. Worth the road trip down. Now, of course, it all depends on what time you're listening to the show. Can't help you there. Um, so, Saturday, the 16th at 3 o'clock, is a part of the City Light film series from 1949 Kind Hearts and Coronets.
3: I don't know that one at all. I um,
2: that is, if I, uh, ah, one of the Alec Guinness comedies from the 40s. Um, director Robert Hammer's Dark Comedy, um, along with Dennis Price. We also have, and the computer is. Not working with me. Okay. At 7 o'clock, yeah, live, almost live radio, folks. Uh, 7 o'clock, <laughs> the 2015 documentary No Home Movie. Uh, on Sunday the 17th, uh, at 3 o'clock, Picasso and Brock go to the movies, the Ballet Magnifique. And then at 6.30 p.m. on Sunday the 17th at 6.30 p.m., I said, the National Theater live performance of As You Like It.
3: Ooh, fun. Ooh.
2: I wow, that's tempting because I saw three productions of As You Like It in two months last year, oh. and I vowed I was done with that play for a <laughs> decade.
3: I yeah, I saw Russian it. At, I saw theater,
2: it at though.
3: IU. National. Does that mean London? Does that? Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's uh-huh. it's like
2: um you know like certain art house on the north side that shows plays. Yeah, it's uh-huh. one of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw saw we saw it at IU. Uh, a dear friend of mine from college directed it in Evansville. Okay, and then like a month later, uh, First Folio. Did it up on the north side. Oh, so, but yeah, I'm 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 done with Asher yeah, like for a while. Yeah, you're a little while.
3: bored with it. I should like. Um, it.
2: Monday the 18th, Inside Out.
3: Always good. Always good. Definitely. Very um, nice. Yeah. To- Tobin's got two little boys, so I'm sure. How,
2: how old are the boys? Nine and twelve. Oh my
3: gosh, they're not that small anymore. Oh, they're they're, they're grown big up. Big boys.
2: Yeah. Oh boy. But have you?
3: But you've seen Inside Out.
1: Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are, have you shown them One Million Years BC? No. Anyway, <laughs> should I? I don't know. I don't know your kids, and I just met you, so I will. I will put it to you this way, and Marty Mar- Mar- will know this. This is, this is not a surprise. When I was ten, I told my mother I wanted to date Raquel Welch.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> now I come Now. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: Welcome that. to Google Image edition of film yeah. sociology. Uh, mm-hmm. Marty's got a couple recommendations. You well, have one now. She was hot. She yeah, was hot. That's out there.
3: No lie.
2: Um. Oh, back to the calendar. Yes, uh, Wednesday oh, yeah, the 20th that. as a part of the Italian film series of Return of uh, Cacolus Troio. My Italian's terrible. Yeah. Um, Thursday the 21st, the documentary I Am Tony Scott. Don't know if that's the director of Top Gun and True Romance. You might have to check into that. Yeah. Friday the 22nd, uh, Berusconi, A Sicilian Story. Uh, and Saturday the 23rd, I Don't Know the Men of This City at 7 o'clock. And uh, mark your calendars. Monday the 25th at IU Cinema at 3 o'clock, the 1953 musical, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Oh, no, that's Ooh. a classic. That is a fun, fun... A
3: kiss on the lips, maybe... It's a kiss diamonds. on the hand. Kiss on the
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not saying any place else. Sorry. <laughs>
3: Diamond Zara girl. Best and there's
2: a fun documentary uh, called The Celluloid Closet, which is about the history of gays, gays and lesbians. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and there's a great sequence involving gentlemen prefer blondes. Paul Rudnick brings it up that sure. nobody in the gym is paying attention to Jane Russell. Uh, nobody. No. That's right. No, no, yes. <laughs> Not a one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, that is happening down at IU Cinema. At the historic Artcraft Theater, my goodness. What? Okay, we will start with uh, April twenty second and twenty third, and I believe this is a two thirty and seven pm. Go to historic artcrafttheater.org just to be on the safe side but uh the 22nd and 23rd it happened one night
3: oh no which would a... be
2: fun to see on a big screen yeah
3: it would uh, yeah so... it would super classic but, but you have Gable to and uh, claudette colbert, claudette colbert that's and have, her name
2: however but... you have to see fiddler first
3: yes you, do. Uh, you that's, do that's that's what else happens on april 22nd exactly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now
2: do you guys have an afternoon performance on the
3: 23rd uh No, Not our afternoons are on, on Sundays. Our matinees are on Sundays.
2: Potential road trip. There you go.
3: Yes, uh, yes. Um,
2: let's see what else we got here. Uh, May 13th and 14th, The Wizard of Oz. Where? Oh. At, the At the Artcraft.
3: At the Artcraft, okay.
2: Uh, the 27th and 28th of May, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh.
3: Last Crusade. So that's the one with Sean Connery. That is the
2: one with Sean Connery. Okay. Uh, we love Gene Pool's. We want to know what the mom looks like if Sean Connery's your dad.
3: That's right.
2: Um, let's see. And then we have musical stuff. Oh, in June 10th and 11th, Mildred Pierce. That's the
1: one.
3: <gasps> That's the classic. Yeah. That's that is the classic. So
2: mark your calendars, folks. That's at the historic Artcraft Theater in Franklin, Indiana.
3: Now
1: Eve I Arden go see that.
3: Eve Arden is the reason to see Mildred
1: Pierce. She's got Pierce. the greatest one liners in Yeah. Uh,
3: now I understand why tigers eat their young. <laughs>
2: And Rodney she's Dangerfield out. owes her a check. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, Yvonne, the the um, how should I put it? The in, she's in the she's first ballot uh, uh, inductee into the Sidekick Hall of Fame. Oh my That's gosh, it.
3: yeah! And I just not too long ago, for the first time in eons, saw the movie Grease again, and was reminded once again how amazing she is in that as Which principal. Whatever the heck her name is. Principal. Um, yes. I played that part in the show, and I can't remember what her name I don't remember is. either.
2: That's really okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Um,
2: who cares? No it's, no, it's not true. It's
3: fine.
2: <laughs> Where did you do Grease?
3: Uh, for, um, what's it called? Uh, the summer production that um, Emily uh, Ristine does. uh, uh, uh Oh, gosh. They do them at Park Tudor. Summer Stock Stage. Summer stock Stage. Ah, okay. This was about 10 or 11 years ago. But there you go. Yeah. They lost their, their Miss Lynch. Thank you. <laughs> they lost their Miss Lynch about a, a week out, and so I went, you went and in, filled in. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Nice. Well, you know, it's 12 lines, but they're fun lines.
2: Yeah. you. you I think uh, per, per capita, you, yeah, uh, exactly. you knock it out. Exactly. And exactly. Was, did you ever see uh, Down With Love?
3: Yes, because there a matter is of that. Spe-
2: yeah, there's there's a f- cut from the Eve Arden cloth. Yeah, of the of the best friend, the secretary, yes. the, that sort of thing. Yes, so. it
3: definitely is played by. Um, now I'm getting into my can't remember names thing. Uh, the the woman who just played Marsha Clark and um, uh, Sarah Paulson.
2: Oh, there you go. Okay, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. heard me cr- clicking frantically the IMDb. I so I that's Sorry. that's taken care of. No, yeah. no, no, it's okay. Okay, so now um, this was just announced. I believe this week or last week. Um... The 2016 IMA Summer Night Film Series.
3: Do tell.
2: Okay, so uh, they are going to start on June 3rd at 7 p.m. So if you've never been there, so you can bring a blanket and uh, you can bring a picnic basket. There is food and drinks available there. But if you want to bring your own, so there's that option. Um, Okay, here we go. June 3rd, the original, the first Bad Boys. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, not uh, not Sean Penn in prison. Seriously? Yeah. Well,
3: See, I think about that. That's where I saw Mildred Pierce was movies on the terrace at IMA. You well, know? We'll, okay.
2: We'll keep going. Uh, I... Now we're showing bad boys. Here we go. It's better What's than bad boys, do? too. What
3: um, you gonna do? What gonna do when they come for you?
2: June 10th, an 80s adventure double feature of... Uh, Oh, of adventures and babysitting, okay. followed by Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Oh
3: well, wow. okay,
2: okay. Yeah. So that's where we. Okay, that's yeah. where we draw the line. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I love looking at Elizabeth Shue, but I would rather hear Albert Collins and the Icebreakers sing the blues at Fitzgerald's than Miss Shue. So sorry, <laughs> um, that's just. I've been to I've been to those clubs, not every black person in the city. In the in the club stops and turns that when you walk in. Yeah. It you know, just yeah. checking. Mm-hmm. Uh Friday June 17th, Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, well, that would be fun to see on the Definitely. big screen. That's a I, classic. Um Friday June 24th, Army of Darkness. I don't even
3: know. I
1: don't know that one.
2: Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell. It's oh, a sort of oh. sequel to the it's a yeah, so. Um, Bruce
3: Campbell what an actor
2: there you go yeah. Friday July 1st Remember the Titans
3: that's a really good movie so there I, you I like go that. you
2: got that you got Remember
3: it. the Titans is that now wait a minute is that, that's Denzel Denzel Washington.
2: gets to be yeah. all coachy because actor, coach. male actors love coaching roles yeah. because you get a big locker room speech and definitely sure. I sure. believe sure. a young Ryan Gosling is in Remember the Titans I think you may be correct I'm sure and Hayden Panettiere. so oh uh, god J-
3: sorry you're right over there did i say that out loud? did you verp
2: is okay (laughs) there's water right there if you wow
3: yeah
2: thanks welcome to filterless radio here Mm, um okay here we go friday july 8th the iron giant oh well
3: you know yes
1: that's good too
3: brad
2: bird enjoy that okay friday july 15th roman holiday
3: that, there's a classic. Get your
2: Vespas right yeah, there. Yeah, that's right.
3: Get your Vespas out and your Audrey Hepburn Black. and Remove you know. two
2: of your lower ribs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gregory Peck. Yeah, sure. That's, there's a little something sure, for everybody sure. in that one.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
2: Friday, July 22nd is the Crazy for Swayze double feature. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> Dirty Dancing and Roadhouse.
1: Roadhouse. <laughs> oh my God. I thought you were going to say Tu Wong Fu. <laughs>
3: that would be No fun. No, t- no.
2: Now, yeah, I think, no, we, we send letters to the IMA of Tu Wong Fu and Priscilla for drag night at see, the That IMA. would
3: be great. That would and be to see fantastic. both of those? Oh, yeah, my gosh. Be fun. That,
2: well, that would be a whole other thing. Yeah. And it must be hosted by Brent Marty. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, well, sure. you know. <laughs> of course. At rehearsal uh, at Civic Theater, a fitter on the roof is is Tu Wong Fu every night with Brent Marty. <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> Hi Brent, we love you. We love you. Know me, you know me, you've known me a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday the 29th. Uh close encounters of the third kind. Ooh. Oh,
3: well that's good. Yeah. Feature- that's as really
2: as good. as Lynn and I have talked before ooh, 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 ooh. Featuring the mountains of Muncie, Indiana.
3: Yes.
2: And Richard Dreyfuss in a Ball State shirt, represent, always, yeah, but we love, it's like, uh, what is sillier, the mountains of Muncie in Close Encounters <laughs> yeah. or the Illinois mountains in The Fugitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the mountains, actually in the golf course in the background of Rumble in the Bronx. So tough, tough, <laughs> tough call there for all of those. Yeah. We love geography. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, August fifth, Moulin Rouge. That's a, good one.
0: okay. That's, That's a good. real. That'd be I, fun to I, watch. I
2: love this film. I l- really like Boz Larman. If people want to put the blame on the fast ADD-induced editing, I would blame Moulin Rouge. I would th- I would praise and blame Moulin Rouge for ah, it because everything yeah. else doesn't come close. Right. Everyone tries to imitate that and fails. Friday, August twelfth, Casablanca.
3: Well. Gotta see that. See
2: that on a big screen is always worth it.
3: Yeah, always.
2: Uh, Friday, August nineteenth, West Side Story.
3: Well, another good choice. Okay, all right. They're 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 getting better. They're recovering from the bad bad boys opener. And
2: then finally, Friday, August twenty sixth, The Princess Bride.
3: Well, finishing strong. Storming the castle. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: right. William Goldman. My name
3: is Inigo Montoya. I come to what is you. It killed you my killed father, my father. prepared Prepare to, die. to die. Guys
2: memorize that all the time, thinking they're badass when you yeah. say it. So,
3: Robin Wright, when before she became attitudinous in House of Cards. Yeah.
2: You mean Lady M? Yes, <laughs> a little exactly. bit of that. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so mark your calendars. That is happening uh, that weekend. All right. So we have some. Uh, We're going to go to uh, the video store in just a little bit, but first I think we'll we'll take a break. You're listening to Film Sociology, a film talk show here on WFYI HD2 The Point and WFYI.org.
1: to Film Sociology on WFYI.
2: Welcome back to Film Sociology, a film talk show here on WFYI, HD to the point and WFYI.org. If you have a question or a comment, you can email me at msocey, that's M-S-O-C-E-Y at WFYI.org. Also on Facebook, also on Twitter at Matthew Socey. Hanging out with Marnie Levins and Tobin Strader who are in, who are Golda and Tevia. in that order. Yes. A reverse one would be fascinating.
3: Fascinating.
2: Uh, Take note. Anyway, they are in the production of Fiddler on the Roof, which is happening at the Booth Tarkington Civic Theater, April 22nd through May 7th. You can go to civictheater.org or call 843-3800 for ticket information and, and tell them Film Sociology sent you Yeah. and why not. Um, a couple of titles on note on DVD and Blu-ray. Not a whole lot of, of new titles uh, on on disc. Although I did watch the the Japanese American horror film, The Forest. <laughs> Okay. Do you know it?
3: Not a clue. It's,
2: Me it, it came the video fairly fast. It stars Natalie Dormer who, for you. Oh fa- yeah, I yes. love her. So she she plays twins in this one, and she is uh, flying to Japan because her her uh, her sister, who's a little unstable, was uh, sought to be missing, and there apparently is in Japan a mysterious forest where people go to commit suicide and she's going to try to find her sister in there. Okay. So there is there is a, so if you like the Japanese horror films like uh The Ring or the, um oh, oh. the other one was Sarah Michelle Geller with the haunted house. That's oh. name is, uh not the gr- the grudge, yes, the grudge, not the purge, that's a different thing. we yeah, don't need that, that's something else. but uh, but no, this is one that sets you up with all of the rules that happen in the horio. You know, don't go past these lines, these trees and don't go out at night, and so and so you
3: know that all of those things are going to happen exactly, mm-hmm. So th-
2: this is a film that I, it, it, at times gets to be selectively stupid
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: and 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 kind of criminal has the same ass that part of where you pay
1: no attention to that pale Japanese girl in the corner <laughs> right when she turns around. Right.
2: And uh, don't close the mirror door cause, right. Right, you know so so you have smart people that occasionally get lapses of cinematic stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, nobody in the CIA fought, takes a puts a uh, a lookout people on a lookout crew on Gal Gadot's house at all ever, even though her husband was killed. Oh,
0: Little cool. things
2: like that. So yeah, yeah, there are there are those rules of what you can and can't do. And apparently, if you're in the forest, you can't think of bad things, or else they'll come true, or they'll hurt you. And it's a, it's a
1: oh, I, I'd be doomed. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's all I think of when I'm in the forest. <laughs> there you go. You know what? First you, of all, what am I doing in the forest? <laughs> you
2: know what you're doing? You're talking to the trees, <laughs> yeah. but. They they won't listen they to won't you. Li- I um, talk to
3: the tree. Sorry, exactly. everything is a, everything is music. Honey, you
2: still trick. sound better than Clint Eastwood. It's okay. <laughs>
3: uh, amen <laughs> to that. And Lee Marvin. That's not King. much Go- of a compliment. Well, yeah, li- Lee Marvin says
2: the no. says the great face for radio. It's all right, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it is one of those it's a one of those PG rated PG thirteen horror movies where you know there's not a lot of blood, but there's a lot of supposed gotcha moments and rule breakings, and it's 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 not that entirely interesting. Natalie Dormer's fine. She you can see her you can see her sweat and earn her check okay you know oh, I... she's hoofing it yeah. so that's you know that's, that's fine right. but if you're she, there, she's but... working for it okay. yeah somebody you, you have to
3: uh-huh.
2: um, and then uh, also uh, available on film movement uh, filmmovement.org which is the uh, film of the month club basically okay there is a really cool documentary about the band The Residents called Theory of of Obscurity and uh, this is the band if you don't know them they're, they're best known uh, one of their images is the gentleman with the top hats and the giant eyeballs for heads Oh. The avant-garde rock band from the uh, from the '70s and '80s, still touring today, and uh, it's it's such an iconic image. I think people know the image more than they do the band itself. Yeah. And the fact is that they are still unknown to this day. Right. There's a lot of interviews with musicians and session players and people who have worked with the band. But there are no photos of them. I mean, Kiss, Kiss was able to pull this off until the early 80s and then yeah. decided to be a businessman and, and a pub, you know, carnival barkers. Uh, but the residents have stayed anonymous, and I think that's something to be said in this day and age. Yeah. So even if—I don't think—even if you're a, not a fan of the music, because it is out there, I think uh, it, it makes, uh, at times, Frank Zappa's music seem traditional by comparison. <laughs> uh, hmm. It's a fascinating documentary. Okay. A couple of older titles on DVD and Blu ray. Um, Actually, especially on Blu ray, Warner Brothers has finally put it because you need this on Blu ray. You need the clear fixtures of Alfred Hitchcock's suspicion.
3: Ooh with Cary
2: Grant and Joan Fontaine. Oh, Joan
3: Fontaine, yeah. Uh that's cool. of course
2: uh she marries a uh Lothario who may or may not be a murderer and if you're married to Cary Grant, a lot of people would say, Who cares? Yeah exactly. <laughs> so in fact this is a film, my my friend Helen. Hi Helen. This is her this is her imaginary boyfriend. We don't say anything to Randolph Scott. But uh, yeah. but there is a great nickname. He, um, Cary Grant calls Joan Fontaine monkey face in this film. It was it was one of those, yeah, I think I think it was slightly below toots maybe. But that's what he called, <laughs> monkey face. And so that's what he calls her and that's what I call my friend Helen. So there's that. S- I didn't write it. Okay. Um, speaking of Cary Grant, uh, Criterion is put out on Blu-ray. Only angels have wings with he and Gene Arthur. From oh. the late
3: 30s, if I remember correctly. Okay, so. I was going to say, that, That's I don't know that one.
2: There you go. Um, also out on Blu-ray, because you need this from, oh, from I want to say 1980, it is a film that I always remember from, there's a great three series of books called Cult Movies, written by Danny Perry, and this is one of the titles that's in there, and it's called Cutter's Way, with Jeff Bridges and a young unknown, John Hurd. Hmm. Really?
3: Really? Yeah,
2: um, uh, Bridges plays a gigolo, for lack of a better term, and oh, that's uh, his awesome. his his best friend named Cutter, or his best friend is played by John Hurd, who is a one-eyed vet and and kind of the wild card of the group. Um, I know by John Hurt standards, mm-hmm. uh, but no, he is. And it, but it, it, it's it's a cool detective story that is kind of has that seventies grime to it, uh, with two really good actors in the lead. So, okay. uh, from nineteen seventy seven, Julia. With uh, Jane Fonda, Vanessa Redgrave, and the second
3: Redgrave won the Oscar for that. She did. That's that was
2: the year of the famous Zionist hoodlums. uh, That's right. Acceptance Acceptance speech. Speech. She made Patty Chayefsky angry, um, (laughs) and you don't want that. Uh, But it was also a Best Supporting Actor, the second one for Jason Robards.
0: Oh, okay. Because he was in
2: that as. um... Oh gosh. The writer, he's um,
3: yeah, because it's, it's based on it's it's a based on a true story, right? Yep. Uh, it's okay. coming to me.
2: It's it, coming to me. I know. I know.
1: Um, oh, I'm not gonna get it.
2: No, first. I got it. I got it. It's right here. Of course, it's Dashiell Hammett.
3: Oh, Dashiell Hammett. Of course. yeah, because back to oh, back, right, cause Ben Bradley and Dashiell Lillian, Hammett. Because it's about Lillian Hellman and uh, yeah, who does. Who plays who?
2: Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda plays Lillian Hellman. And and, and
3: then who does? Uh, uh, Vanessa
2: Redgrave plays Julia. Okay. And yeah, God, Maximilian Schell, Hal Holbrook, oh, Young yeah. Meryl Streep, that's right. Rosemary oh. Murphy. Yeah, pretty good. And uh, oh man, and I know that's out on Blu-ray. That is out so? on Blu-ray. In okay. case uh, you you want a clearer pictures of that. Um, and then uh, from 1974. We've actually mentioned these two actors before. The Michael Chimino directed Thunderbolt and Lightfoot with Clint Eastwood, the first Academy Award nomination for Jeff Bridges and oh uh, George gosh. Kennedy. So it's it's a heist film just beautifully shot by Michael Cimino before he cool. made uh, The Deer Hunter and Heaven's Gate. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to get to uh, Dead People We Like because we now have time for Dead People We Don't Like. Actually, let's have Chris Lloyd say that because it's better that way. Okay. Hold on a second. Where is it? Welcome. To, you see, this is what happens when I don't have uh, an engineer and I have to do this stuff on my own. Anyway, here we go.
1: Uh, the annual show of uh, dead people we like. Uh...
2: <laughs> there's a there's a
0: pretty
1: big one this we week. We don't have time for dead people we don't like. Yes. No,
2: no, we don't. No. Nope. Um, and I want this is a in, in an interesting one because also with the fact that we try to let. Uh, you know, some, it, it might get in the New York Times, and we'll see yeah. where else. But um, actress, writer, and director, or uh, producer, Barbara Turner. Don't know her. Barbara Turner is probably best known as the mother of Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh.
3: oh. See, there you go. See, this I is why we have the segment. She actress mother. I just... Couldn't remember the name. Interesting. Yes. So Lee.
2: we were going through, and I was like, I was trying to figure out what else, what I had seen her in. Of course, uh, she was at one time married to actor Vic Morrow. Okay. Um, going back to films like, uh, and she uh, as an actor. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Uh, going back to 1955 with a film called Two Gun Lady. Uh, 1957's Monster from Green Hell. Sure. Oh, sounds Checks. like a Why not? <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. she also did Playhouse 90. uh sure. Suspicion, the series. Uh, Schlitz Playhouse, The Frank Sinatra Show. Wink of an Eye from 1958, the Mike Hammer TV series from the 50s, um, Operation Eichmann from 1961. She appeared in Ben Casey and Breaking Point, The Virginian. Um, Getting up to 1970, she was uncredited in Soldier Blue. uh, But she was also a writer. Uh, She wrote uh, such films as, best known probably, she wrote uh, the screenplay for Pollock,
3: Oh, okay. And, uh, really? Yeah, yes. all right.
2: The, uh, the film Hemingway and Gilhorn with uh, uh, Clive Owen and Emily Watts. But the thing that I always oh, remember is I she... I think I saw that.
3: No, 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 no. I saw the thing on HBO. No.
2: Oh, the, uh, um, the uh, series that he has. Yes, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the film that she wrote that's always dearest to, nearest and dearest to my heart, because she wrote it and I believe produced it, Jennifer Chase and Lee also uh, produced it and starred in it, the 1995 sibling drama Georgia. With oh, her and Mare Winningham. They play Ooh, si- Musician Siblings. Uh Mare Winningham is the more successful. You're kind of um Alison Krauss, Americana kind of okay. arena thing. And uh and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee plays the younger, more raw punk. Self-destructive. It was sure. kind of being pushed. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, this this was kind of being pushed as the the big Oscar nomination for Jennifer Jason Lee. um, and and a lot of I believe I can't remember somebody won an award and they dedicated to her, to her performance, and oh. it turned out that she didn't get nominated, but Mary Winningham did. <laughs>
3: um, ouch! No, yeah, that's all right. And yeah. I I, I like you know, Mayor Winningham. I so. do too. She's
2: really really good in this, and it, I mean it's a lot of. A lot of uh, suppression uh, when having to deal with your sister who is self-destructive and sure. coming into well, your life. that's what
1: they're good at too. Those two actresses. Yeah, those, yeah. Too, yeah. I mean, it's, it
2: is. It is that. Have
3: you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Um the birthday party is that what it's yes, called? Yes, she
2: co-directed it with Alan Cummings. That's right. And, and they play the leads: oh, Phoebe yeah. Cates, Kevin Kline. Yes,
1: and then, yes, the and then they
3: wind yep. up like doing every oh, drug. And Paltrow's
1: in, the
2: in it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, that's a that, that looked like it was shot over a couple of days. It sure and did. did. Like,
3: and, so, and it's in somebody's home, and right. they essentially play sort of themselves. Some yeah. ver- variation Kevin of Klein that. Kevin Kline and and his lovely wife Phoebe Cates. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: But yeah, look look for Georgia. It's it's a it's Georgia. I would say that. that That and You Can Count on Me are probably my two favorite films about siblings.
0: Okay.
3: Yes, I've always heard good things about You Can Count on Me. I have not seen it.
2: And uh, but yeah, that's
3: Laura, um, Laura Laura Linney, Linney. Matthew
2: Broderick. That was everyone's introduction to Mark Ruffalo. Yes. So that is out there as well. Yeah, I was really hoping Jennifer Jason Leigh would get supporting actress for The Hateful Eight, but you know Alicia Vikander, not bad, not bad either. So
3: yeah, for ex, ex. Ex Machina, right?
2: No, uh no, for the Danish Girl. Oh,
3: that's right. She, that's um, right. But she also
2: she had a year. There was there was that year yeah. where Jessica Chastain was like, we were like five things and was in great. Yeah. And all of them. This was this was Alicia this year because yeah. she did Ex Machina. She did the Danish Girl, of course, won that. I really liked her in Man from Uncle. I my family, my whole family liked that film.
3: Didn't, really? Yeah, okay, it's Henry well, Cavill, um, yeah? Army okay. Hammer.
2: And okay. so yeah you have Superman, The Lone Ranger uh, and Alicia. yeah you're renting that. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. um a uh, Testament of Youth. She was really good in Testament of Youth that came out earlier in the year. Okay. Um anyway so Ex yeah.
3: It's not gonna you would like it. Really okay. good. Yeah,
2: that really got good. um yeah, because that, that, that one visual – that got a screenplay nomination, and it won, I thought it was an upset, in the visual effects department because it outdid right. Star Wars S- and Mad
3: Max. Well, and uh, talk about having a year – and, of course, now I can't think of his name – the <laughs> guy who plays the main guy in Ex Machina.
2: Oscar Isaacs.
3: Uh, no, the other one. The other one. Thank uh, you. Who's also in Star Wars, and he's also in um, – Oscar Isaacs. No, Brooklyn. He's also in Brooklyn. Oh, the okay. redhead. The redhead oh. Irish guy. Well, well, Oscar Isaac
2: is also in Star Wars.
3: Yes, and Oscar Isaac is great. I love okay. him in those. But well, I'm talking about...
2: Welcome to That Guy Cinema here at that Film Sociology. That, that Guy Cinema. Uh, Corey Johnson.
3: No. Oh, Dom Hill
2: Dom Hill Gleason.
3: Gleason. <laughs> yeah. Was, it's like a scene from
2: cool. Over the River and Through the Woods. Yeah. No, it's that. No, it's this. If my husband
3: hears this, he is going to laugh out loud because he, he, he has to he be... Because he is
2: the kid in About Time. That was the yes. first thing because there are some actors and uh, where they're that person, yeah. they're that guy, that gal, and then you when there's that wonderful moment when you finally commit their name to memory, yeah. And I, yeah, the first thing I remember seeing him that that registered a little bit was about time. About time, a really end. smart film about time travel. It's
3: fabulous. And it's I know he's insane. in Harry
2: Potter, but and yeah, he's and an I, unbroken a big, and a lot of.
3: No, but he had like those three big ones this year. I just remember we were trying to rush out and see Brooklyn before you know the Oscars. Yep. And here he is again. I'm like, what?
2: Yep, so. that's right. Yeah, he is in Brooklyn as well. As yeah. well, yeah, he's General Hux in Star Wars. Yes. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but 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 we can we can all agree Alicia Vikander not in Star Wars. Not in Star okay, Wars. Okay, good. Yes. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so anyway, that that's that's out there. Um. Let's get to a little bit about Fiddler on the Roof, which is okay. happening April twenty second through May seventh at Booth Tarkington Civic Theater of of Anaheim, of, of Los Angeles. <laughs> Hi, of, and this is of Carmel. This is yes. Yeah, so this is running April twenty second through May seventh, and we have Golda and Tevya hanging out with us. So I guess I should say, is this your first time playing each, playing these roles?
3: Yes. And no. it's my first time doing the show. Your first yeah.
2: time doing Fiddler and
1: not your first time is not as my TV? first time doing the show. Oh. But it's been, you know, twenty nine years. I did it in high, school. It in oh. high school and yeah. I also this year directed it at my job where I teach theater, um, at Buff Jesuit Preparatory School. Yeah. Go Braves. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. we've had the spring of Fiddler on the roof. Uh, yes. Wow, roof, roof, as Michael Leslie likes me <laughs> to say it. Yeah, you're not from the region. <laughs> yeah, roof. Yeah, it's
3: it's um yeah. So mm-hmm. wow. Okay, so this is, yeah, but, this is, first but this is but this is not the first time that we have played husband and wife. And because. how many
1: times have you done that? This
3: is just the second. Once before. Yeah, once be- so before. So the third show
1: that we've done together. Right. And then the second time we played husband and wife. In yeah. what?
3: Uh, Enchanted, Enchanted April. Enchanted April. I love a little play. <gasps> yeah.
2: I love. I think I was one of nine men on the planet that saw that because millions of women have seen that oh yeah it's great it was a wonderful 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 story
3: yeah it's a fabulous story yes so so
2: so because you're married because you've been married before on stage Uh um how has it been as far as work i mean you're obviously playing a different couple but it seems like maybe from from an actor standpoint there's a little bit of shorthand since you guys have worked together you kind of know each other's quirks a little bit yeah, and we're, and we're
3: friends, and we're too, friends,
2: so that which helps. even helps even yeah. more. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's funny because I was reading um, Brent Marty, the aforementioned Brent Marty, our Hi, musical Brent. director, um, shared with me a few pages out of a book he's been reading all about Fiddler, talking about giving some background on Golda and how how many. How many actresses have been frustrated by the role because it's not really a lead, but it's not really a supporting role. And, you know, she doesn't really have a song of her own. She's just there. And how in almost all instances, uh, Tevya and Golda, it, the, the actors, hate each other in real life. And I'm like, that's really weird. Because, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're pals. And so we way, get a way, to,
2: way, to, way to break the mold there. Yeah. So, uh-huh. you know,
3: we're friends. And... uh I don't know that we have a shorthand, but we we know how each other like to work, and or a sense of
2: comfort at least. For definitely sure. a sense of comfort, uh, especially as far as maybe trying out things or uh, yeah, bouncing exactly. off each other.
3: Yeah, and you know, and, and and because of his deep level of familiarity with the show, he's like constantly reminding me of my lines, <laughs> so, you know, that sort of well. thing. Yeah,
2: my 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 the woman who played my Beatrice and the woman who played my Tamra does, does has done the same thing to yeah, me. But yeah. yeah, there is that certain level of comfort and trust.
3: Yeah, and you know, and he's allowed. You know, I don't smack him across the face for it or anything. Not I, too, I, not hard. Not hard, hard no, anyway. I don't leave a mark.
2: <laughs> That's what, well, we'll <laughs> give her a bag of oranges like the grifters.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but uh,
3: just just Chuck, so people know, please. though, um, the show is selling like crazy. Our like, our, latkes. Our, like, like latkes are like latkes our opening night um, was s- essentially sold out almost a week ago which is wow. uh, which is really unheard of and so um, we've actually added a Wednesday night performance in our fo- in our final week um, so Wednesday May 4th is an added performance there will be no se- season ticket holders that night so you have an opportunity now to go on and get a really great seat but really the the beauty of, of the Tarkington theater up at the Center for the Performing Arts is there really aren't any bad seats exactly so, yeah
2: so I want to actually go back like, Tobin, you said you played Tevye in high school. I did. High school. High school. Did you have the
1: beard? I <laughs> did have the beard. Really? Um, I'm impressed. But I didn't get to. I wasn't uh, able to grow it in so fully as I do right now. Right. So I had to glue one on too. Well, and I, I also had a wig because you know it was yeah. the '80s, and I didn't. I could have gave you hair my hair. <laughs> and i what had you mean, to wear everybody in the 80s had
2: Well, you, you just couldn't make it a mullet it's the, not it's not and, s- s- and the big joke is
1: that in high school i wore this fat suit underneath my costume Uh-oh. and then last october i went back to my high school because they gave me some performing arts like alumnus award and i performed um a song from fiddler on the roof because that's kind of what i'm remembered for at my high school which is 29 years ago but still so it comes from small my too. mom yeah, right. still had the costume in, oh my god! At in my oh closet gosh. in my room, so we brought it to the fundraiser and we made people bid for me to try on the costume. <laughs> and oh, it, I didn't know that's this. that's actually pretty good. And it fits, except you couldn't move. And I was wearing a fat suit in high school when I wore, it, but now it, <laughs> no, it, like it's too tight on me. So see, I. But that's pretty, raising money for the performing. I also. like that. See, yeah. I
2: that's I always think of the famous whether it actually a happened I or not. Guy
3: could do that. I'm not sure. I I no. could I couldn't handle that sort of damage to my ego. But yeah. You know. <laughs> um.
2: Of of him putting watching him put on the no, suit. Yeah. Yeah. For I, I, I get bucks, get it. Yeah. Right. No, there's well, there's a famous story of uh, somebody at a at a famous Hollywood charity event. I guess bid fifty thousand dollars. Whether it's true or not, it's a good story, and I'm telling it. Of of uh John Wayne reading To Be or Not to Be. So look it up and see if that's actually true or not. But that's a that's a fun anyway. That's like a good it. u- auction item. I like, I like it. that. That's nice. Yeah. Well, because I mentioned you know you there are certain roles as we all know because we are of of a certain age. Less yeah. of you, dear, but um but but there is there are certain roles that you have to grow into. I mean, you know, high school and college accepted sure. because sure. you're in high school and college. Right. You know, it's like I remember a director telling me I got to play Benedict at 44 and he said 25 year old Benedict's and Beatrice's are not interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the fact is, you've, you you guys have now reached a stage that you can actually play these roles and, and now you're set for a while.
3: Well, and as a, for, as a a woman, especially, it seems like it, it's getting better in recent years. But it does seem like you have you get the ingenue roles, and then there's a period like in your late 30s and 40s when you kind of have to sit and you know wait until. You can maybe get a decent role again till you're old enough to play, you know, Golda or right. Mama Rose. Or I, I
2: believe the Onion had an article that was a, re, a career rehabilitation program for actresses in Hollywood who were in their thirties. Yeah.
3: Exactly. So there's pictures
2: of Anne Hathaway and Kirsten Dunst in a correspondence course. So yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> right, yeah, I and and. Well, we could – that's a topic for another day. I understand. Yeah, but it is fun to, um, you know, and to really kind of embrace it. I was – you know, we're a week out from um, opening now, and so we're now talking about makeup and things. And and the makeup guy took us into the dressing room last night and said, okay, ladies. And he's looking around, and some of the women actually had laid out false eyelashes. And he was like, um – no false eyelashes. What? Well, you know, it's yeah, yeah it's um Still glamorous Russia. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the fact that I don't have to wear a ton of makeup. I don't have to wear a wig. I'm just, you know, pull my hair back in a babushka and you Me know. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's um it's it's that. But It is – it's awfully freeing when you get to this age and get to do these roles where, you know, you don't necessarily have to be so pretty all the time.
2: Tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, everybody – those who know musical theater and, you know, everybody has their own image of of the show and these characters. Mm -hmm. How are you guys making your characters your own? Or do you even think about – or do you even not bother?
3: Uh, well, I, it was interesting to read the piece that Brent gave me from one of the original—I think it was the guy who was Jerome Robbins' assistant or something, and Jerome was the original director-choreographer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, talking about how—it it, it made me feel good <laughs> that when it said that a lot of women find the role frustrating. I won't say that I find it frustrating, but it is difficult to kind of find your place— you know i don't want to just be the um the the bitchy wife right herpy, we, that's right. E- yeah, yeah that's, that's easy to play yeah that's that's not and, and and you know not interesting as far as i'm concerned yep. so trying to find my moments where golda is loving and you know um and a nurturer and funny you know mm-hmm. and those are those are kind of tricky but there's there's some nice there's some nice humor in the role but yeah, he's got all the laugh lines, but I, I I get a few in. Yeah,
1: she does. Yeah. And, you know, just now, I think in the last several years that I've been a father, it's been, ah, that's, that's really yeah. helped me to sort of um, reach a different point in this role. Yeah. Um, it's the first time I've played a father, I think, as a father, too. Probably. So, um, yeah.
3: Oh, well, I, I, I'm just gonna brag on him for go, go please. For, and, and Virginia v- Vasquez vaught who plays um, Hoddle. Hoddle, when they do "Far From the Home I Love," well, she sings it. He just gets to act, and you know, watch in her the scene. sing it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's she's a, a lovely singer, and um, you know, it, the the scene afterwards, <laughs> I'm I'm tearing up just thinking about it. it it's it's a killer. <laughs> it's, a it's a nice a moment. It definitely it's definitely a is. lovely moment, and and they make it they make it really beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I do I do see that in you. I maybe hadn't placed it in my head yet that it has to do with understanding how it feels to be a father. You know, the yeah. difference is he's got two boys in real life and he has five daughters in the show. I have five daughters. So it's <laughs> it's basically
2: Russian uh, Pride and Prejudice, basically. Uh,
3: kind <laughs> of. Kind of. <laughs> you know, of what does a poor milkman do with five daughters? And
2: uh, to steal, I guess, a line from my big fat Greek wedding, you're the head of the household, but she's the neck. Right. She moves the head
0: <laughs> I like that.
3: I like that. And <laughs> and I, you know, being married to the director, I I joke with him all the time about... Uh, In so many scenes, I'm playing traffic cop, you know? I'm Mm -hmm. just like, you go wash there, and you go wash over there, and you wash up here, you set the table, you go get me some potatoes, and here we go. You know, so it's, uh, yeah... So,
2: and how is the the overall? I know, I know, I think Fiddler was just revived on Broadway. It's running. It is ru- currently yeah. running. So mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. again, I guess, I, I, expanding on it, how does this production differ from previous productions that you've seen? From an overall look,
3: uh, the look is is easy because it's it's very spare in terms of look. You know, this really
1: beautiful freestanding. So set, cool, which mm-hmm. sort of uh, provides the background of Anatevka, the village, and there's this great just single tree in the middle of the stage and yeah real tree real tree. Oh, nice we sort of move everything for our scenes on and off ourselves as the actors and um it's really lovely i mean i think people will come to it um and when they did the broadway production everybody talked a lot about uh, expectations when you come to see fiddler on the roof you know you expect it to look a certain way and you expect these sp- specific songs that you're gonna you're definitely gonna hear but Um, I think we've made it a little fresh. The choreography by Ann Beck is just inspiring, as always. Mm -hmm. Um, The Russian dancers, the Jewish dancers, the bottle dancers—it's just yeah. Watch your thighs, gang. It's amazing. Yeah, we have we
3: have some great dancers, and it's it's really a treat to watch. And and Ann really went back and learned about Jerry Robbins' original concepts in the choreography, which is kind of cool. The whole idea of it's all about circles—the circle of the family, and the circle of the village—and. You know, it's it's cool stuff. So Absolutely. yeah, we've really you know we've done our homework, um, and we've got terrific people in all the roles. And and um, yeah, we're we're less focused on having large sets and that sort of thing these days. Th- these days, and more focused on really the, the 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 depth of the characters,
1: the story that we're telling, yeah. right?
2: Very good. So that is running April 22nd through May 7th. Go to civictheater.org, call 317-843-3800 for more information. Now, in the last couple of minutes, it's funny, we were talking about roles and and, yeah. and famous roles. This week in the AV clubs uh, of The Onion, they have a group called Ask the AV Club. And the question is, <laughs> what role has already been definitively portrayed so some of the answers according to the A.V. Club, and okay. this is a fun read-through. So somebody wrote Kevin Conroy's Batman in Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> um, Hercule Poirot by David Suchet. Or Suchet, okay. Sorry, I'm saying that. Okay. Um, Jeremy Brett as Sherlock Holmes.
3: They're getting too obscure. No, no. Nice. Okay. Somebody
2: wrote Kevin McDonald's drunken, abusive Buddy Holly and Kids in the Hall. Okay, here, <laughs> here, that's good. Here's your definitive answer, I think. Gregory Peck as Atticus Finch. Oh, for sure. Uh,
3: yeah, it's it's tough. It's yep. tough for anybody else.
2: Uh, see other uh, other uh, Orson Welles's Falstaff in Chimes at Midnight, which yep. I just saw in Chicago recently. Interesting. Uh, Arnold as Conan the Barbarian. Oh. <laughs> Charles Dickens in David Copperfield, as uh, uh, Wilkins McAvour. I'm saying that right.
3: He played it himself.
2: Yes, he did. Nineteen I did the not know 1935 that. film version.
3: I had no idea.
2: J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man. <laughs>
3: you know what? J.K. Simmons is in almost anything. Yeah. I he and, and and you know he's also he's a musical theater guy yes, too.
2: Yes, he is. Yeah. There's I we have the recording of him in Guys and Dolls. Big yeah. Julie
1: wasn't he Big Julie? Yes,
3: yes, he was. yes, he was.
2: Uh, Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry as Jeeves and Wooster. Oh. Um, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Well, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. But here's what oh, there's Christian Bale is Laurie in 1994's film version of Little Women.
3: Christian uh, Bale, wrong. <laughs> Absolutely false. Uh,
2: Connie Britton is Faye Resnick in American Crime Story. Okay,
3: that was hilarious, but I would hardly call it um, definitive. But it was hilarious. Uh,
2: see, uh, Tom Baker is Doctor Who. Okay, I'm not a hot Doctor Who person. myself. Ka- so. Kathy Bates is Annie Wilkes. Sure. Yep. Most of And that's Amen. on Broadway right now. And for some reason, somebody picked Tyler Perry as Alex Cross. I wouldn't pick Tyler Perry. For whatever. Anything. Well, un- apparently, no disrespect. No, apparently, apparently, Alex Cross is not 80 years old. So yeah. there's that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, some words to live by.
0: Silent Breed is people!
2: Zardoz oh. has oh. spoken. Oh. Marnie Tobin, thank you for hanging out with us. Hey, thanks, Thank
0: Matt. you this for
3: having fun. us. T- invite, invite me back anytime. <laughs>
2: Consider yourself invited. Yeah. Go see a good movie. You deserve it. You're listening to Film Sociology, a film talk show here on WFYI HD to the Point and WFYI.org. Good afternoon, Fort Myers. Good afternoon, California. Good afternoon, Michigan.